0: Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Winterbottom Stakes Day. BJ Ryan, Terry Layton and Daniel Grips teaming up to record episode 151 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's uh, just before 12 noon on Thursday, the 24th of November. We've got a Northern meeting this afternoon, Mount Barker tomorrow. That's Friday. Then we've got Ascot Winterbottom Stakes Day, Saturday. And we finish up the weekend with Batavia Sprint,
1: Geraldton this Sunday. Terry. Yeah. Yes, BJ. And don't forget stay tuned for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets, Get Out Stakes uh, competition. Uh, and don't forget, we have uh, Lukey Knight taking on Jockey and well, what competition did you win? Trainers yeah. versus Jockeys Truman. Mastermind. Yes, Truman. Jordan Turner um, in this week's Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. Is it too soon to be talking Get Out Stakes, Cripper? It's bullshit. <laughs> oh, you got robbed, didn't you? Twice in a row. Twice Two weeks in, in a row, he's been
0: beaten in a photo. <laughs> oh, dear. Dear
1: Millimeters. And some pork left on the table, isn't there, <laughs> You don't know want to be leaving the pork on the table.
0: What ah, about the wonderful world of Betfair? That's
1: betfair.com.au, Terry. What's happening? is you preview up? no nah, nah, i haven't even written it this week no nah, i've been getting it on wednesday nights but uh your manifesto oh, yeah. where's your where's your winter bottom too busy getting into a little bit of the world cup <laughs> uh no no i decided no preview no winter bottom feature preview um this week saying as i reckon you're far better off listening to other people who might actually know who half the horses <laughs> are and uh none of those are probably us three actually so i've actually got a bit of a guest Helping us out with the Winter Bottom this week. I haven't actually told you this, Crip. Um, we're going to get Tommy Haylock on the phone while we do the Winter Bottom preview just for five minutes, um, just to give us a bit of insight into the fire through all the Raiders. Yeah, exactly right. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, yeah, Tommy Haylock will join us just for uh, one race of the preview. Learning, Learning on the fair. job for us. Yes, exactly right.
0: Yeah, very good. <clears throat> all right. Well, let's get moving on this preview. And, uh, yeah, before we do, it's time. For the Ascot Track Report, brought to you by Wittens Irrigation and Design. Whether it's a racetrack, residential, or commercial, water wisely with Wittens. Rail, three metre position. Uh, We've got 23 degrees, mostly sunny, uh, light winds during the day. Um, with that rain leading into last Saturday, they're predicting maybe a tiny bit of rain on Friday, but insignificant considering the amount of irrigation that would, need to, that would normally go on anyway. Expecting a good four. Thoughts, Terry, Cripper?
1: Yeah, I'm just very happy allowing for a good deck, uh, a good fair deck at the three meter pad. I think if you want to watch a race from last time was at the three meter pad to get a good indication, it's the day big screen. The race where big screen led and won, but playing Marika made a really good ground down the outside. Um, so I think if a horse is going well enough, you can, you can make the ground, but there's definitely nothing wrong with the um, the inside and being forward. So I, I feel like I've got more trust
2: at the three meter position Crip Yeah, for sure. Um, I reckon the sea breeze definitely picks up throughout mm. the afternoon. So. Could be your typical ascot track, smaller fields early, want to be on speed, and as the day progresses and and the bigger fields and stronger tempo affairs, it could uh, even up, and I reckon horses might be being able to make ground from worse than midfield by the winter bottom. Yep. All right,
0: race one is the Amelia Park Handicap. Rating 78 plus over the 1,200 metres. Just the eight runners here, but uh, yeah, plenty of um, plenty of talent engaged. We've got the three are rev it up, taking on the older horses, coming through a Placid Arc Stakes. River Rubicon, a really nice Steve Wolf trained horse, resuming featherweight, 35 days between runs, and how can we, f- uh, Titan Blinders, of course, who's racing well in better company, but how can we forget? The champ, dig deep, Saddlecloth number three. J-Dub,
1: Terry? yeah it looks his race doesn't it yeah (laughs) Uh, looks a pretty pretty good setup for the champions so um tell you what this is it's funny it's only a little eight horse field but this is um knowing we had dc coming on the um the podcast that was a race I was most interested in talking to him about because the data um, um, for this race I, I found fascinating when having a look and it basically was totally against what I thought but I really respect the data for small sprint fields that's something I've, It's a sort of a something I've sort of changed in my opinion I don't really back them so much I more just don't back ones I may have liked and I, I thought I'd have revved up really quite short here been 380 into 260 so mm. there's been really good money strong around money. it but yeah. rev it up wasn't a strong figure horse and that's why i was looking forward to talking to Crip about this and which way he was going
2: yeah i reckon i'm quite confident we can kick off the day with a winner or at least have a bet which is just um one i look at and go well i don't really care how it runs but it's an, almost an auto bet for me and that is river rubicon the eight just ticks all the boxes for mine as you touched on terry he's got a real Clear ratings edge on the rest of his field rest of the field. Um maps well. I like I like what I saw in the trial. He goes well fresh. Twelve hundred meters is no issue. So yeah, look, I've marked him a fair bit shorter than the three dollars eighty
1: on offer. And look, to keep it simple, I'll be um, I'll be playing race one. Excited, aren't you? Hmm. Yeah, he had a bit of a spring in his step when he walked in today. And I saw the rev it up money. I thought oh, I don't think that's his looking at the data. But uh yeah, does, it's quite incredible, isn't does it? There's Rabbit Up lead. Well, that's charge that's, lead. Charge is is a slow beginner, but really musters up. I, I think Willie should be smart and and try to get a cross charge. But I reckon I was saying this to Chris before. We tighten blinders in the race. Mm-hmm. That'll probably be the number one seed for Chris and Michael. I reckon they'll be pretty keen to hold out, rev it up, and um and charge to charge to the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a 50-50. 50-50. Charge misses a bad enough. Rev up gets to the rail, and yeah, it's easy to, be to hard to run.
2: Didn't? We did touch off touch on this off air. It's interesting placement by the. Game Jimmy Camp Charge was in a race which would looked quite suitable yesterday. Scratches from that to come here in a as, race a, as a seventy-one radar and a exactly class. exactly yeah. uh, helping
1: out the stable, <laughs> mate. <I reckon.
2: laughs> bit of team tactics. So I I'm happy that Charge is in the race. So the speed should be good. Think yep. yeah, River Rubicon might get one out, one back or one out, two back. And yep. Bj, the most important thing, I'm hoping you're going
3: to give it a bit of
2: a push. <laughs> Uh, I, I've always, always loved this horse, River Rubicon. He's
0: been very sparingly raced and um, sort of kicked up a little bit by Steve. But um, uh, even that race, even his first up run last prayer, he just had no luck in that twelve hundred meter race at Belmont, won by McAntone. He showed what he could do when he bounced back, second up. Um, Steve <clears throat> put him away to. to he, he kind of thought he. River Rubicon could develop into a black type horse this time around he was actually nominated for the gold rush, I believe, but just ran out of time to get him um, ready and getting up through the ratings. So strong, obviously that signals a strong opinion of the horse, um, gave him a soft trial in that Red cam Man 4th of uh, November trial. Um, that was more just to get uh, blow the cobwebs out trained on nicely since and um as we saw with what steve and sean were able to do with beads last
2: week i think river rubicon will be cherry ripe to produce first up the other good thing i like about him is that in his career to date he's a horse who has generally been hard in the market and he's normally a horse that which actually goes around under my price probably because he's got the good figures and one run in particular back in march he was in a 72 plus and he started even money basically from barrier seven it looked sticky and I just remember why he didn't win that day it was such a big run he had mm, jumped trip. well but had to be restrained back to last and ended up finishing fourth and the horses that beat him were two were in particular express time which ran third in the listed race last week and star Line, who's won a heap of races since then yeah he just wasn't, well he anyway, just wasn't so, suited
0: on the day yeah. but he still
2: managed to overcome that and be beaten a length and a half and more life. just about his starting price profile I yep. would be Yeah, I'm pretty confident that he will start favouring this despite the early support for Pikey.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good push. That's a very good push. So,
0: and yeah, and just a reminder to our listeners that the top weight Titan blinders is, is of course the first emergency in the winter bottom. So, um, this race. Oh, could, you
1: probably don't want to see one come out, do you, Crit? This <laughs> this, be a, this
0: may change if by if by any chance. Is it? Oh, it's six fifty. no that's, that's all right. I had yeah. it about that. So that's think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's it. okay. That's okay. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just keep an eye on so. scratchings in in uh, leading into 8am Saturday morning punches. But yeah, Titan blindness is the winter bottom E one. If it doesn't get a start, you will be going around in this. Very good. Race two. Sorry, Terry, did you have anything
1: to add? No, no, I reckon you two are the ones to listen to. I, I, I'd be tipping Revit up, but um, after seeing the figures, uh, it, it's, it's hard to get excited about. It. If you do like Revit up, though, I'd suggest holding fire from the 260 at the moment. Okay. Race two is the Crown
0: Metropole Handicap, a rating 66 plus. 1000 meters. This is a very interesting race. Bit of merit. Very smart horse. A uh, bit of a boom horse. Really makes, makes its return to racing for Lucy Warwick. Michael Campbell. Then we've got LK Fernie bringing three odd rumors says back from a Placid arc into rating 66. Plus company hardly ever and Tadweer were talented three year olds who raced well at Belmont towards the end of last season and Chicks Pick on the quick backup
1: after just miss failing to catch beads last Saturday so not a little not a bad little ratings races. No, it is a good one. I, I race one and race two were, were probably two races. I when I was doing my markers of trying to. I just. Like it was just in a different language mm. to me. Like I didn't really know what I was doing, and I felt uh, I, I like the the back end of the card, but these two, I was a bit confused. Bit of merit, I think. There's a bit of she's not that good merit, <laughs> to be honest with you. I I uh, I reckon she was gifted that first up win last uh, prep when the four leaders all stopped dead um, when Ooh. he he sorry yeah. the pink silks. I got a bit. Anyway, uh, when he. Um, uh, beat State of Power who made that form look reasonable with a pretty good prep. Um, yeah, then went a uh, missed. Second up recent trial was good, but look, doesn't look like uh, he can get out the gates and um, and he's lost that ability to to utilise any gates. Beats over a thousand, could be in a bit of traffic mm. at Ascot. And, from three? Um, from three, I definitely think he can win. I've marked him um, an equal favourite with Rumor says and hardly ever, but to be honest, I, I didn't really have much if any confidence in this one, Crip, Yeah, I'm, I do like Bit of merit as a type. Um, really,
2: really liked his recent trial, but I've sort of got him three dollars forty. So I was like three fifty. Three fifty, yeah. yeah. So like you said, I'm just worried about him stepping slow, all of a sudden he's you yeah, know, he might be one off the fence, but four back, he's, there's a three wide line, so it could get a little bit sticky for Lucy and not the type of horse I'd want to be taking two seventy about from that map. I've um I don't know if I want to play this, but there's one that's come up big overs in my market. It's uh Machu.
0: Chew, it was a good win
2: the other day. I thought
1: Terry. let's, let's Terry. go with the pronunciation first here, actually. <laughs> what are we um are we going to go I mean I actually I was watching
2: replays last night I'm pretty sure
1: Darren called it Machu. It could be machu. could be wrong. Well the Chu looks like Jimmy the brand Jimmy chew. Yeah. Yes, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moi Moi. Moi. Moichu.
2: Anyway, so, it's I just no thought uh, Darren might know more than me. So I Can have I guess to one of the question. reasons you
1: don't go on this? Do you reckon Olga Louise is going to lay off and create some gaps? That was one of the reasons. I'm
2: not sure if he will be able to hold the box seat. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, if he's three back the fence, it sort of does become the box seat when Olga does lay off. But – the reason I thought you might like this, Terry, because I know you've got such a big fixation at the moment on horses who make ground
1: at Northern. I thought that day was okay to make ground. Okay. That that particular day was better than the others. I love others. Terry Zags, eh? <laughs> I thought that particular day was better than the others, and, and I really like it. I definitely give it a chance. I'm about 10 bucks. So I definitely give it a chance. It's, it's 12 where I'm looking at the moment. Um it just beat the thing is it beat the second horse that day was cosmopolitan girl It took a sit and it's one trick has been least i really think that forms mm, but on the flip side Sockoff's a really hard horse to catch when she gets
2: her own way out in front which she did and he went straight past her like yeah she's, she's not dead as well. well we do we don't know that but cosmopolitan, cosmopolitan girl's been girls. had running well Was she'd been going good too so yeah. two horses that have sort of been in form or talented on their day and Smacked MJ, him. He, Smacked him. You're the more of a sectionals guru than me, but I noticed that because i and this is after I was I sort of found him. I've got him six twenty, so mm. uh, oh, some slight overs. But yeah. I went to see if he'd run the fastest last two hundred of the day or anything like that, and I noticed that it wasn't close. But he actually ran the fastest four to two by a fair way, and yep. then he might have peaked on his run. So long first up off a long layoff. Mm-hmm. The Brad tri-
0: sort of sent him a light though, um, from the 800. Yeah. So you had to sustain that that 800 burst, um, which shows up in the figures fastest. last 800, 600, third last is 400, and the eighth fastest yeah. last 200 of the day. So it was sustained speed. And he, as you said, he sort of charted a, a course ar- around the field. So – it was
2: plenty of merit that pretty impressive wasn't and, it? and actually if you go back through his east coast form it's pretty good so and the trial before that he put the writing of the world too. he mm. won it in really slick time on the day i think he nearly broke 54 seconds so look not confident haven't had a cent on yet but um, yeah, for the sake of a tip, I'm gonna go mm. Marchu each way. Well, there's knocks on all
1: the favourites, so it's probably a good race to find some value, isn't it? Or well, there's there's queries on all the favourites, I yeah. should say. You know, rumor says it's coming off that placid arc run. Bit of merit, we think, is going to probably find um quite a few in front of it. Hardly ever has the shades go back on. I thought that was an interesting uh gear adjustment. The thing with hardly ever that could work in its favour is the fact it's drawn off. And if there is traffic issues on that fence, um with he's gold, swim through comes across critical altitude shoot etc etc and those drawn well aren't suited being off the fence might be suitable in yep. a race like this so um yeah i think it's a good race probably look for some value
2: might get me for a little bit but yeah not a lot of confidence um the other one tad weir was tad weir was the one that yeah, I liked, the yeah. f- fifth in my mark and i sort of had everything else below him over 20 to one so i thought the winner would you like brad's for us for tad would <laughs> he go up 21. Did he? Yeah. No, I didn't even see that, so. No, I didn't see <laughs> that either,
0: actually. Uh, I, think, I, think, I, I thought Tadweer's two runs, last prep were excellent, really. Um, but the Snipporucci forms strong, so um, got through a barrier trial, did weir with Brad Parnam on board. I reckon he's set to run a ripper first up. Um, $10, probably right bang on my price to see that he's firm to touch. But um, yeah, that was sort of what I was looking at. I was sort of thinking that Tadweer, hardly ever fresh. Um, were the were the interesting runners in this from um bringing that stiperucci that really strong 3 old form through to the new season uh rumor says obviously lots of talent that's it's coming Coming back from Placid Arc, bit of a bit of an afterthought, bit of merit. Like Terry said, the, the not beginning is a is a concern, especially from three in a, in a thousand meter race
1: at Ascot. So at yeah, that price, that's at that price, that's yeah. yeah, exactly right. Crip, I'm going to give you my phone. We're going on the races together on Saturday at midday, and I don't want you to give it to me back to me after until after race two, because <laughs> I don't want to bet the first two races. And I know that I'll be whinging to you. How am I this far down after two races? I know my exact wording, so I'm going to give you my phone. Don't give it back to me for an hour, okay? <laughs> Out. Uh, all right, so you're out? No, 100% on it. No there. deal? Yeah, no deal. No first two, no, no. no deal. If Up is a massive drifter in the first, I'll probably have uh, something on, um, which it sounds like it will be. Um, but yeah, give me fly. your passcode. Give me your passcode. I'm going to back the first two minutes, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Race three is. Interesting, this race. Uh, here, here we going. go. Now we get serious. serious. Yeah, right? Interesting, now now this race is on so early in the card, actually. But it's race three. It's the $100,000 Tab Touch Regional Championship Final with the Road. To my Scott. favourite race every year, hey. Is I is love it. it. Yeah. Do you usually uh, middle it, Terry?
1: I don't reckon I'd back the winner for 10 years. <laughs>
2: but I always think I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, so yeah. no, no, I reckon, com- did you back um, Pete Ferdy's horse in 2019?
1: Uh, Pike. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, we, we
2: did. Um, Pikey was on it. Um, the big horse. Oh, came back from Melbourne. Fixie, Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Fixie. <laughs> Shout out to Fixie. He was there mm-hmm. last Sunday. Got to catch up with Fixie. It'll come to us. I know the one. Yeah. Did ah moshard was it moshard? I reckon it might have been. No, I don't think it was. Moshard. I reckon it might have been a moshard as it, uh, it came through the grades. We'll all just <laughs> yeah talk for it's, a while anyway. Crip, crip, you look it up, it's good content. Um, I'll look it up. So yeah, we've got, up.
0: so we've got. The uh, the way yeah. that this this series works is there's a heat at the in the goldfields Kalgoole. which <laughs> a few
1: of these ran last year <laughs> there's a heat <laughs> there's just nothing else there's a heat in happened. the great
0: southern at Albany. it was mr genoa mr genoa and there was a ha- there's a heat uh, of course in uh, the crayfish coast Geraldton. Chandra, so we've got the case. combination of the three of the um, Through the regions that Terry loves the most. We've got Goldfields meeting, Crayfish Coast meeting, Great Southern. It's all happening. Uh, And the man who lines them up the best at this type of setup
1: is the guru. Take it away. Don't like, um, don't like Kalgoorlie anymore. (laughs) It's been (laughs) sacked. Definitely, definitely. Don't mind the other two, but uh, yeah, no, it's been sacked. Esperance? Moshad won the Belmont Sky Provincial Final in mid-2019. So I was halfway Halfway right. Yeah, halfway right. Um Yeah, interesting. So you, the first thing you want to probably look at is where's the, the best area. you got to remember they've stopped racing at Kalgoorlie uh, 28 days ago, so they are all got a bit of a break between runs. Big, long seasons for horses like Talk It Up and Love Junk Baby. They've got to have had 5, 10, 15 runs. Mm. Um uh, so those type of runners. So bit of a, a bit of a query on there. But and the, f- uh, the other one, the other cowghulie representative, Inchilar is out. Inchilar is out, exactly right. Uh Bolshoi Girl is racing. Sorry, there is a, another cow representative down at the bottom. Um but no, I went back and sort of I, I don't think there's a huge amount between the Albany, the Geraldton form, um, even probably the Calgular form in all fairness. It's all it's all fairly It's all fairly in a line. If you look back at last year's race, which Kendall's me dad won, um, there were competitive runners from all jurisdictions. So, not too perturbed in that sense. Um, The thing that got me here was how much speed's in this race. This looks like it's going to be wild. Global conflict. Uh, in four, Bolshoi sure, Girl's been going quick. World Ruler wants to lead every race. Uh, Binchelar's been scratched. Mr Causeway, I think they'll take a sit. We love Drunk Baby, does its best racing forwards, not jumping. So just get your money and run. And then you've also got Sneaky Fox drawn out in 13 eh? They're all horses that want to race in the first two or three, ideally. So none of them really grab me. None of them excite me that much. So really happy to um, look at off-pace runners here and, and horses that will get a bit of a sit. And I marked... Um, I marked a horse by the name of Eliminate favourite. You might remember Eliminate Crip from um, Billy Ray went around the dollar thirty on yeah, Dayburg, and yeah. Eliminate came out one, and there was talk straight away of it going to potentially being the next know, the KC. Kingster. Yeah, being the yeah. next KC. So um, it came out the next prep, raced in three big races, the Champ Villiers of Guineas. One other, maybe a Burgess Queen. Um acquitted it itself pretty well. Went ran fifth behind Kissing All Four Cheeks and um Snicker Doodle Dandy. Um came back the following prep and just wasn't the same horse and they sold it straight away which, which was quite interesting after the, the boom on it 12 months earlier. Uh, Johnny Reynolds took it over in Geraldton and its wins in Geraldton were really dominant like really, really impressive wins and I really like the fact that this horse had shown she's got a pretty high ceiling and then to get it going really well in the country um, like that was quite exciting. You'll see she's been beaten three starts ago. That was one of the worst watches of all time. I'm having a bit of a <sighs> private winch to at the moment but van that's uh, a run of seconds I'm going through. A bit of bad luck. I actually backed Pitt to win that day, right? Watched, and it won the race. Watched <sighs> the replay. That is the luckiest win in my entire life. Like, this short limit should have won by 10 lengths. It's incredible. Um, and then the Abrolis Plate, Paddy Carver, they stepped it up to 1,400, and they rode its ears off to be on speed. You, didn't, you didn't like that. I you. was not happy with I might have even tweeted, BJ. I, I was I'm not happy with that ride. It was just complete, like, just not understanding the horse you're on or the trainer not giving the right tactics. It was... Disgusting. Um, (laughs) First up, they've gone to the regional championship hate this time around. Uh, Molly never got clear air, never got stuck into it. The whip never got used once. It was... Yeah, it's it's worth having a look. She's been beaten um, three lengths, but I, I think you should run have one of them. Yeah, yeah. run of the race, yeah, like, yep. and I just think this, she's got such a high ceiling. All the speeds on here. I love this horse. I've been waiting for the right setup in Jelton. I'm going to get the right setup in town for a hundred thousand dollar ace. So um, the money came as soon as they went up yesterday. with tab touch elevens into seven fifty. So somebody wanted to have a good go early, um, but yeah, she's still six seven bucks. She, I, I can't guess a price what she's going to be at jump. She could jump four dollars. you could jump $4.20 um, but I'm really keen to be on Eliminate and I want to save on Coley who's going super uh, in Albany Pikey goes on hasn't had any luck at its its first two runs for Is Coley ones. unders
0: though? Like
1: What what price you got Coley? Uh, I'm about 4 bucks Coley okay. about, about 4 bucks a pair to yeah, be honest with you. so the, the far way far. this race is going to be run though I've given all of the on speed horses massive knocks that's the thing to remember so I reckon if you're betting now you probably just hold off on bet fair but it's yep. back Eliminate save Coley and it's an easy race for me in that
0: sense uh, I think I might have even backed this horse in last year's edition. Oh, I'm with you with eliminate, by the way, mm-hmm. um, and and Collie I had them sort of both a flat $5 leading the market so Collie's at the four three ninety dollars 90 it's quite there for me but I think I backed Significant Hero
1: last year's edition That's of this, this right. race um, I thought his run at Jolton was plenty of merit in that So and do you know what they've done this year so last year he had every chance right? Yep. the thing they've done differently it's the same hoop yep. the thing they've done differently is Significant Hero is a massively better horse first up second up and then it's campaign Peters off yep. they've come into this race second up last year they came it's into this race third, third up, up. Yep. so yeah, I can see that. It was um, the next in my market purely on its racing pattern. Barrier yep. 14s are perfect for this horse. Just go back to last, three wide line, get into the race. Um, be no surprise to see it finish over them either. But um yeah, I had the blinkers on when I did this form.
2: Cooper, yeah, eliminate for me too. Yeah. Um, not because I've, I didn't do a minute of form on this race, but Terry, your half an hour spiel was um, <laughs> pretty inspiring to be honest. I'm on board. Well, I, yeah, I want a run through brick wall now to <laughs> go back eliminate the tap. Four units, so, so, to be honest, I'd be better off downloading the ratings and doing more for Bill Race 3 than this, like it just is uh, written in braille to me, so Mm. no point.
0: Yeah, you can exchange phones between. Uh, yeah,
2: I've <laughs> you the first two. Now yeah,
0: you've given me the third, so we're three for three. How uh, oh, good!
1: Oh you beauty.
0: All right, so yeah, always a great concept. The road to Ascot, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tremendous again for these regional uh, owners and trainers to be competing on a Group One day for a hundred thousand dollars. Race four, the Drummond Golf, fourteen hundred meter. 72 plus, another competitive lineup here. Um, one of the bookies' favorite horses anyways, resuming the Velvet Queen, she is first up. Gate three for Chris Parnum. some horses that have been um, racing competitively recently and Creator, Big Bada Boom, Brooklyn Pier, Speed Dream coming out of a Peters. Um, interesting runner is Casino 17 for Team Williams and William Pike first
2: up in Western Australia. Cripper, did you get stuck into race four? Got stuck in the race four, found it quite tough. Look, the Velvet Queen, got to respect her, but I'm just having a look now. She's had 11 starts and she started under $3 on 10 of them, which is Mm. pretty crazy stuff. And, I mean, she's won three, but she's only won one of her past eight. So, uh, I've got a $5 equal favourite. Oh, sorry, $5 favourite. But, yeah, like always, she will go around under my quote, can drift back in the run, which... Makes her a slight risk, but I mean, would not surprise me whatsoever if she wins either. So I've got the favourite unders. So straight away, I look about, look around at what I can to get her beaten. Didn't come with, at anything with much conviction at all. I mean, I had Brooklyn Pierce, second favourite, who I think is absolutely flying. Yeah, how big mean, was that ca-
1: last run? Hey? Last run. And then yeah. you go
2: back and uh, you look at the horses uh, he's been running second to. I mean, you've got, tricks of the trade carly's oh, yeah.
0: that's right i got bloused by tricks of the yeah. Trade. yeah ran
2: third to let's gallivant um ginger got him one down I think ginger, ginger green green, got green. Got yeah, him, that was but when that he was Barry's on the one. cold yep. rail mm-hmm. with the rail at true so look up that was jones race yes Jones partnered me in the 90th so yeah look he uh definitely deserves a spot in the market but i've sort of marked him six dollars so i think yeah. he's yeah 480 i mean there's a few at odds i think can run well double spice got my attention um horses showed he can has the ability to win in town on a saturday in the past thought two starts to go at Kalgoorlie, that was the day It was just impossible to make ground out wide which he did and then last start was deep the trip gets the senior back on and big drop in weight but i mean look i'm just r- rattling off names for the
1: sake of it now i don't really have a strong push <laughs> terry is this the creator cup yeah it is isn't it yeah yeah, it is yeah yeah you just mentioned um how good brooklyn piers going and it's been racing against uh it's been in coming at the same races as um creator brooklyn piers runs look aesthetically better because it gets back and flashes through blah 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 but creators been super tough like, that last ride from will i think he got it wrong probably should have pushed on just taken the breeze there yeah. ended up sitting deep uh prior if it sat outside of a horse um who led that day i can't remember who led that day but tricks of the trade grabbed him uh brooklyn pier had the back of creator Um, might have been mr delegator may have been mr delegator yeah who ran fourth you're right yep um so yeah my my big thing with creator was i've got brandon going on with the boys maybe telling him find the fence you know let's let's get serious now enough of this stuffing about you got laurentineo drawn under you who has been missing a lot of kicks in I know Taj goes on, but I don't know if they're going to be, like, lead at all costs. It'll just be B-forward. Yeah. Yep. If you sit behind them, wonderful. If you end up in front, that's that's great too. Uh, and then you've got Magic to Exceed, who's not jumping that well on the bars. Go on. I reckon with real intent, Creator can find the rail. And I just think from there, each way, this is – yeah, this is – it looks a really, really – Good race for Creator. Um Brooklyn Pier. <coughs> I mean, it's funny crit was five and six. I was the other way, five and six dollars, six dollars of Velvet Queen, five dollars Brooklyn Pier. Um the right run into it for Brooklyn Pier, very hard to hold out. But yep. again, there it's a bit of a 92. It's four from twenty-eight. Um it's better, its best runs are usually off seven days, too. So that's no big knock being three weeks, but its best runs tend to be off seven days. Um, yeah. Take luck like out the equation, back the horse. So I'm hoping. We'll find the rail each way. That's, that's the plan, I think.
0: Do you think still think he can win outside a horse like Big Butter Boom?
1: Uh, yeah, Big Butter Boom's not going quick enough to lead. And lead they, they won't want to lead either. Okay. Um, they'll be taking a sit with Big Butter Boom. But the thing with Big Butter Boom is probably a back will price me too. I'm 11, it's 15. Mm. But I'm worried that Big Butter Boom could end up three of the fence if Laurentinio crosses it and then um, Creator crosses it and Big Butter Boom, the big fella, I don't think is going to be a three of the fence type of horse. So, operator, yeah. Yeah, the fact I've been on Big Butterboons last two for a little bit means I'll probably – oh, actually, no, I wasn't on two back. Last start. I was on two back. So, you were on two back. Uh, means I'll probably have something on if we get a little wobble in price. But, um, yeah. Just when you've got a couple of nonnies who I, res- I think both are really good horses, Brooklyn Pier and the Velvet Queen, and they're the ones chasing it. Yeah, it's nice to be on the horse out in front.
0: I'm with you. Creator. It's, yep. his, it's his day, yeah. Do you reckon Brandon's on to find the rails? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think just just channel the written matter type tactics and just be aggressive early. Find the rail and yeah. th- control the race
1: from there. Well, he um, Brandon it. Hey, don't channel your wise counsel to <laughs> Do not channel your wise <laughs> cancel Oh, geez, actually, what we no Dennis to Cooper to here, I meant <laughs> to get to that freeze before we started. Actually, oh, uh, Denny sending a couple forward and causing a bit of nuisance. <laughs> Golly, a bit of roadblocks road for us. Bit, bit of chaos. Of bit, yeah, of chaos. bit of chaos. <laughs> just, he a bit chaos for it into the forward line. Oh, den. tell you what. Oh yeah, we should have asked Mitch about that. I don't he used to excited about it either. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, just get forward. Brandon rode this horse at Kalgoorlie when it found the fence was 62. and was a really good winner. So he has done, um, and you've done the job before yes, on yep. the horse. So he's only beaten
0: uh, just under two lengths in a Hannons as well. Creator, um,
1: I reckon so. the boys are a bit upset. Uh, have a have a look at that. Yeah. Nearly the run of the race, run, there was yeah. a lot of runs of the races in the Hannons, yeah. as I'm sure Cripple remember with <laughs> Titan Um But um, yeah, have a look at it's running again. It was super yeah, in the super, This yeah. is a, just a hard track horse. It needs a hard deck. So if it starts chasing again between now and, and Saturday uh, abandoned yeah. shit, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. Creator Cup. Hard and fast. <laughs>
0: creator
2: Cup for Brandon Louis. So uh, what are the
1: plans before the, the – yeah, anyway, that's going to happen.
2: I mean, Creator definitely can see where you guys are coming from. On form has the right form lines to be winning. My only query was the map, but if you guys are convinced he gets across, then I would be uh, in the Creator Camp. Um, I'm too, almost. Be, yeah, a bit I'm, of hope. Yeah, will,
0: yeah. willing. The yeah, one willing. thing I was
2: worried – I just – Big Butter Boom doesn't strike me as a horse who wants to be tucked away on the fence. And I thought if Roy just says to Ollie, we're a nickname basis now. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, lead at all costs. Like, he won't say that. No? No. And then- I'm
1: almost, I actually I'm, do I'm, I actually do Crip, I'm, I'm almost certain he won't say that.
2: <laughs> I, I reckon that even
0: if for, you yeah, know, the the- it happens and that big butter room begins really well and does this land there. I think the way that creator's been performing has been completely. You know, that's and that's win. the yeah.
1: thing. I'm not, I don't think it's dead money. No. And I, yeah, this, I don't like backing like Eliminate will be about the same price as creator, right? I'm not in any chance, any, there's no. Way in the world I'm backing Eliminate at $2.50 a place, right? Just the way it races, it gets back, needs luck. Yeah. Bad things can happen. Yeah. Think about the pl- I always like to think about the place as an individual bet to the to the win. So I forget there's a win market even available. Would you take two dollars fifty for eliminate to run a place? Absolutely not. No. Don't say it as value. Would you take two dollars fifty to run a place? I go, absolutely. Goes forward to create the own luck. Yeah, Um yeah, it takes three of them getting past it to miss. So tell you what, like this is real matty areas and it oh.
2: takes some sort of training performance from Lockie Taylor. But mm. Laurentino this year beat the spruker. Yeah. I mean, look, obviously changed stables, didn't go any good. This is, yeah. Imagine if they had Laurentinio back to somewhere near his
1: best, albeit without a trial, and he just went straight to the front. Well, stranger things have happened. Mate, if this was a quadie leg, if this was a late quaddie leg, Laurentinio it would definitely be one of mine going in. I've marked it 30 to 1, don't get me wrong. But. Loves it yeah. loves it Yeah, got 100 hundred, one hundred percent. It would not surprise me if it, if it gets up and if it drifts to something wild and they don't account for the fact it's it's back with the tailors at its favourite journey or if Lockie gives us the not on course. grip, I I reckon. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be. Fra- what price is it? Fifties, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, should get hundreds on the day. I was going to say, uh, yeah, probably don't need to rush in for that either.
0: All right. Create a cup. Let's take a break, and it's because it's mastermind time. We've got Luke Knight, our carryover champion, versus Jordan Turner coming up next.
1: All right, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. That is correct,
0: Terry. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Ian Butchie O'Connor, he was out there on Railway Stakes Day on Saturday. He uh, has a couple of runners coming up too. Quillo today and El Maharman man at uh, Mount Barker tomorrow. Uh, Butchie, absolute champion. Make sure when you go to the Mundaring, you give him a shout out, you say hello, and uh, let him know that you listen to the one-one feed, flutter, froffies all happening up there at the Mundaring. This week's we were scrambling around for a challenger for Luke Knight. Luke must have scared the opposition away with his mm. dominant display last Thursday, but uh scrambling around and one gentleman put up his hand and said, I want in, put me in the game. And it's uh Past one, champion. Yeah, past champion. One of the uh one of the more informed hoops going around at the moment too. Jordan Turner, you're back at the one one. Thanks, mate.
3: Yeah, no worries, boys. Thanks for having me.
1: Mate, it's good to have you back on, Geordie. Yeah, uh, clearly dominated the, the trainers and the uh, and the jocks mm. a, few, a few months ago. The did tournament. Who did you knock off in the final? Michi. Knock off me, I thought it was. Michi, know, it, know. it was the Federer yeah, right. Nadal <laughs> style. <laughs> so on, on the clay. <laughs> and um, obviously a, a big result there, but I tell you what, you've been riding some some pretty sharp horses recently. Uh, we saw rear admiral uh, put them away yesterday. Carolee Rocks on Sunday. Uh, the, the, the two wins on return have been sensational. Soaring Solos' win got even better with the fact that so it looks like that inside pad was probably off. And then there's um, the other two year old, BJ, Brave Halo, Brave who, um, yeah, was unbeatable. It's a start, simply yeah. simply yeah. unbeatable. you got some really nice horses under you at the moment, Jordan.
3: Yeah, I'm riding a few new ones at the moment and a regress on. Um, yeah, so I'm no, looking forward to them.
1: Who's the, who's the one to follow from that lot? Who's your favourite?
3: Oh, um, Put you on the spot. They've all, yeah, that's a hard one, actually, because they're all going to win their races. I've always had time for Carolee Ross, yeah. She did. Um, but yeah, I mean that Brave Halo probably been pretty dominant, um, and then obviously yeah, Soren Solo surprised me a little bit, and obviously that also one, yes, um, got to have a bit of time for him as well. So oh, uh, her, it's a full <laughs> What
0: about
3: what about uh,
0: last Saturday, though, Jordy? What a what a day for the family. The uh, your, your father Troy's ridden the Railway Winner, the old boss. Cole Webster and the family, uh, fantastic stuff.
3: Yeah, it was a great result. They've obviously been – well, Boss has been training for over 60 years, so um, that's qu- quite a big big thing for him now. But he was actually second group one, um, but no one really knew that. He actually won the Oaks when it was a group one. So, mm. um, But, no, it was a great thrill for him. Absolutely,
0: and um, it's very rare that you see those trainer jockey uh, combinations just stand the test of time. And um, for your dad, and and for uh, for Colin Webb, so that's uh, you know for your dad to be apprentice there and still riding for him um, all these years later is uh, incredible, and to team up. In one of our most famous racings, it's fantastic stuff, and the scenes in the mounting yard was was awesome. So, congratulations, Geordie! But let's bring in our carryover champion. He dispatched Tommy Wolf in clinical fashion last Thursday. Luke Knight, welcome back. How you going, fellas? Very good, very good. How are you, Mastermind?
3: Yeah, so on top under the world, man. <laughs>
1: Three zip, three zip as well. Last week it was uh, an absolute, uh, an absolute demolition, demolition, demolition. I think I like dom- yeah. should <laughs> absolute, uh, absolute demolition of a, of a pretty cocky Tommy Wolf. So, geez, you must feel like this week's just a bit of a free hit. <laughs> there, the umpire's got the hand above the head. He's rotating in a circular direction and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you, you must have felt it. It was a bit of a Saudi Arabia versus Argentina type setup, wasn't it?
0: it? Had those vibes. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, more of a Spain versus
3: uh, whoever they were. Costa Boston. Rica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, hey,
0: that's uh, hey, Luke, how was the chirp after the, the mastermind contest?
3: Uh, Tom was very quiet. <laughs> a, I don't think he's going to be much of a follower of the podcast these days <laughs> after that.
0: Very good. All right. We won't keep you fellas much longer. Let's get rolling. Uh, your names are your buzzers, you know how to play the game and to be crowned this week's Mastermind, you'll need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. Okay. Challenger, are you ready? Yep. Mastermind, are you ready? Yeah, good to go. Three,
1: two, one. All right, who am I? I competed in three winter bottom stakes, the final one being in 2020. I amassed a tick over a million dollars in prize money, and despite being considered a WA horse, um, a George. tick. Oh, Jordan.
3: Uh, rock Magic.
1: Negative. Yeah. Negative. Incorrect, spot. Despite- Uh, A tick over 50% of my 74 starts were in Victoria. Uh, I don't think you could have squeezed more out of me. I raced in five group ones, never being placed, six group twos, running third twice, and a further seven group threes with one minor placing. I was honest, but always below the top level. Steve Parnum rode me more than any other hoop. He was on board for five of my 11 victories with brother Chris on top for three. Despite those two riding me 46 times in total, brother Brad never sat on me once. For a sprinter, I was incredibly durable over a long period of time, winning a race in 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, and being placed at black type level in both 19 and 20. That's quite incredible, isn't it? Uh, My name, Luke, is two words. One is associated with the Gangnam Dance Movement, the other... Is a coconut-flavoured alcoholic beverage. Who am I? I don't reckon he's going to get
3: it. Um, oh,
1: Thank you. Do you like the Gangnam bit? Yeah. Three, Ooh. two, coconut-flavoured yeah. alcoholic beverage, one. Eh. Jordy, do you know it now? Malibu style? Too Malibu style. Too late, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd blown the buzzer.
0: <laughs> you blew the buzzer. I'd blown the buzzer. You
1: blew yeah, the buzzer. Blew, I'd blown the buzzer. So, oh, yeah, Jordy, I thought I'd get someone to go in early with a stage man or a rock magic. I thought they were the obvious ones after yeah. saying that. So, that was my little oh. teaser early. So,
0: what did Brad do wrong? Yeah, yeah it's incredible, not it? Steve
1: flew across to ride him. I think Chris did too in yeah. Melbourne a couple of times. But uh, it just that's it, 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 incredible yeah. one, two, three, four, five seasons <laughs> in a row. You've won a race. And the last two, you haven't won a race, but you've been placed it at black top level. Like, yeah. That's. Yeah, I think Malibu style was quite a unique horse. It's Underrated been, yeah, too. Yeah, over a million bucks
3: as well. That stumped me because I actually rode the horse as a three-year-old. So <laughs> oh. That was, that was bad on my bar.
1: I wrote that before I knew you were coming on as well. So <laughs> I just had a quick look and yeah. I thought, no, nah, that shouldn't be That shouldn't be too much in your corner. Coconut. <laughs>
0: <me>. Alcoholic. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, ga- and Gangnam style. <laughs> <laughs> wop, wop, wop. That's what? well, that's, that's when Crip got it, I reckon. Right. <laughs> Crip yeah. got the hands out and started having them in uh, in front of him. Was, all right, He all was right. doing the move. Biggest yeah.
0: question. Okay, which two horses competed in the twenty twenty one Railway Stakes and are now competing in the twenty twenty two Winter Bottom Stakes?
3: Luke. Luke. Red Can Man, and just uh, an opportunity.
0: Incorrect, Geordie, for the
3: So, can you repeat the question?
0: Who, now the two horses that competed in the 2021 Railway Stakes and are now competing in this Saturday's 2022 Winterbottom Stakes?
3: Oh, Massimo was one. I know. And the other one would have been probably
0: three, two, one, and. You got, between it between years. Years. you got it between years. The correct answer mm. is kissing all four cheeks and oh, Massimo. Yeah. All right. Next question. What trainer saddled up the $2.60 favourite and the $2.80 second favourite in last year's Winterbottom Stakes?
3: Jordan. Luke. Jordy. Uh I'll probably have to say Grant Wynn.
0: Incorrect. Lukey. Danny Morton. Off the mark, Danny Morton. That was Lake Street and Wilcino in last year's winter bottom State. Luke won. Jordan yet to score. What – sorry, Kat, Who rode Voodoo Lad to win the 2019 Winterbottom State? Jordan. Jordy? Uh, Damien Oliver. Damien Oliver. 1-1. What horse did Roy Rogers and Brad Rawwiller team up to win last year's regional championship final? Jordan. Jordy? Jordan. Big butter boom. Incorrect. Luke for the steel.
3: Um uh, three. Haligorium. Oh. Ah,
1: <laughs> that's not right. But I just—I love this. Is the he going to half a point? <laughs> for that? Like, yeah, next yeah. year we'll be asking about <laughs> this Saturday's race, and that will be the answer then. But not—not not until <laughs> that point.
3: Uh, BJ, Same colors. Kendalls me
0: dad. Kendalls me yeah, dad. There we go. Kendalls me dad. Yeah. All right. So it is one-one. Name the Queensland trainer shooting for a third winter bottom stakes. Sure, George. Um. Hang on.
3: Um, buffering I
1: don't know how to, uh, Rob Heath It <laughs> 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 escaped me as well I couldn't, think, I couldn't think
0: of he it He got there 2-1 To Geordie Alright Name The jockey trainer Combo That took out Last year's West Speed Luke Luke oh,
3: West Speed button. That's early Go for it Luke Ooh.
0: The jockey trainer Combo
3: jockey-trainer combo in uh, we'll go Chris Parnham and Luke Fernie
0: incorrect you can finish the question finish the question now okay so name the this is for Geordie name the jockey-trainer combo that took out last year's West Speed Platinum Series
3: Final uh um, oh, gee, I wouldn't know. I just know I won it the year before that. So <laughs> All
1: right, so, so
0: who won it the year before? <laughs> no, the, the sorry, the, right. the correct answer was Todd Harvey and Sean McGrady. They teamed up to win the West Speed Platinum Series final. Oh, no yet. white flag. No white flag. Yeah. Okay, no idea. we're getting deep here. Cockney Crew has not won a race since mid-2021. Who was... At the time, the 3kg apprentice aboard that day?
3: Jordan. Jordy? 3kg uh, climber would have been. Oh, um, can I ask if he's still 3 or not? <laughs> <or laughs> no, at, at, the, time. at he, the time. He did say at, at the, the time. time. Oh, at the time. Oh, okay. At the time. Um, 3. I'll go. 2. One. Need your answer. No. No. Luke. I'll go Bo bennett Edwards. No. Christy Christy Bennett. Bennett.
0: Christy Bennett.
1: Bennett. And
3: Kieran
0: (laughs) McDonough. 2-1 to Geordie. Kenny Luck and Jericho Missile will again compete in the Batavia Sprint this Sunday. Sunday. This Sunday, rather, after running first and third in last year's edition. Who started the $1.70 favourite and ran second last year?
3: Jordan. Luke. Jordy? Uh, it was Clint Porter on, um, on Adams. He was uh, called. <laughs> He's so close. I'll give you uh, the count, Liam.
1: Three, two, Aha.
2: Luke for the steal. Uh, I believe it was Sun Sun. Oh,
1: it was Sun <laughs> Sun. Jeez, Jordy's teed that up for him he <laughs> oh, yes. did all the hard work for him. You got yeah, the trainer and jockey. Out. All
3: right,
1: hey, all right. right. What's that too old? That's too old. Too old? yeah. Jeez, hey, there's only some hardies here, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: All right, guys. Name the Vaughn Sigley trained gelding that won the 2020, now known Luke. as Luke.
3: Rocky Path. Oh,
0: <laughs> incorrect. Rocky Path. Oh, You're waiting for missile f- miss launch. Missile launch. Oh, missile launch. Launch. Oh, oh, launch. Jordy's, Jordy's chimed in. Missile launch, and he saluted.
1: What was the question? <laughs> 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 what the fuck was the question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, now in the Vaughan sigley train gelding that won the 2020, now known as the Skerhill Cup. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's Missile Launch, Patrick Carberry.
1: Geordie, scrambles in. Oh, that was <laughs> some type of finish. Jeez, we need, yeah, the, the judge got his, uh, his money. He decided that
0: finish, didn't he? <laughs> that was awesome. That was fantastic. Geordie Turner, 3-2. You
1: got there, mate?
3: No, I failing. That was terrible effort, mate. <laughs>
1: No, no extravagant celebration past the post. Jeez, uh, you're a hard man to beat at the mastermind. I think we're going to have to go straight to uh, straight to some of the big dogs in in future weeks. Ah,
0: uh. uh, Luke, super brave, mate. You right. you had your chance. It was right there, mate. Very good. Rocky path, mm. missile launch. I can see how you got those
1: two. <laughs> you got you. Rocky path. <laughs> That's my second favourite. answer to Tori, <laughs> That yeah. is
0: great, Luke. You're you're a sport, mate. Thanks for coming on that. As I said, that uh, I wanted to give voucher. We put that in the mail for you. So make sure you head up to the Mundaring, say go to Butchie, and enjoy that that well earned um, meal up there. Uh, but Geordie Turner, you are once again the mastermind of West Australian racing. Uh, can we count on you to be back next week to defend your title?
3: Yep. All right. Thanks
0: right, that, is, so, <laughs> boys. Geordie, <laughs> you're off to the Mundaring again. Thanks again, Luke, and we'll catch up with you next week, Geordie. All right. Cheers, boys. <laughs> See uh, you guys. Uh,
1: that was uh that was wild. Yeah, it was. It was a, a few toughies in there in all fairness. I I didn't know your questions before you went in. I got a couple, but geez, got a couple wrong as well. You knew the uh, Christy Banner one, didn't you, Chris? <laughs> Last winner I backed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you on there on that, day? No? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to the front and beats uh, uh, Dude, I think I, was I wasn't on. I reckon I was on. a Jan Jimmy Dan Jimmy horse that day, chasing hard. Anyway, that's a that's a question for next week, BJ. <laughs> so
0: Geordie, of course, is uh, he won the jockey trainer tournament, and now uh, he must have been a bit bit uh, bit keen to get up the Mundaring Geordie Turner because he's jumped back on. He's uh, he's once again the mastermind. So uh, as I said, that one hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel. Heart of the hills since 1899 is in the mail. Race five is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Series final $100,000 finale here. We've had three heats leading into this big one. Last year was won by Todd Harvey, Sean McGrady. No white flag, as you just found out on the mastermind there, but uh, wide open 1400 metre event. Where do we start?
1: That's that like one place to start, isn't there? The winner? Go straight to the straight to the top you start with ownership groups i think <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where you, that's where you start so yeah i think brad's calling this one the halidorian cup mm. so um yeah no we're a uh, pretty Pretty happy with how the race sets up for him. I look to be honest, I don't know if he's good enough, um, and I think he needs that run uh, three back when we kicks clear and we're grabbed by requisition. Like you know, the map all worked out. You know, you get those days where everything works out. You get the right cart. But um, yeah, excited to have William Pike on from a good gate um, in a hundred thousand dollar race with our with our little battle. Alatorian. very was, was,
0: was the wizard your first choice?
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> We'll tell that story on the day after a few years. <laughs> after a few years, um, but yeah, obviously, always the first choice, BJ. The wizard, of yeah, course, he the was. Um,
0: all right, so we've got the. Top weight, all choice looks like he's currently leading the market here. He's around three ninety four dollars, met with a bit of support since the markets have opened. The other horses in single figures currently number five, key trade ten, Dadira, and eleven, Sweet Tea. Actually, Nira is now into single figures as well. The twelve, Cutnira, ran second in one of the lead-up heats to the final. There's plenty of horses that are low in the tens or the low teens that add a bit of depth to to this um, to this Westby Platinum final um, Hot Blooded was like wild last start where it bucked and pig rooted and got sent back to trials and still only beaten a short margin the other day so there's quite a few horses here who can put their hands up as uh, as a genuine winning possibility have you got any thoughts
2: Cribble? Uh not definitely not rushing to get involved early but just think in a race where I, I think there's 10 or 11 or potentially even more like have all clashed last date mm. and they were not much between them as you said you just look for that point of difference horse and that is Ollie's choice I mean first up he had the what did he carry 60 kilos somehow got caught three deep and at the back of the field from barrier five and just just looked like a really Whoa. good
1: horse and that, that was unreal wasn't it? it was yeah and Dadira got his back as well yeah and as you said, that form's not crash off the um come out and beat him all and then last start Drew wide on
2: a day where it was just impossible to make an inch of ground. Look, he missed a kick, whether that he actually missed it or that was just by design, because if he'd won that day, then he would have been weighted out of this. I don't really think the camp had too many intentions of winning that day. That was just um, a nice little trial for his grand final, which should be this race. So in saying that, sixty two kilos is always gonna be a leveller for any horse, but Brock Luthwaite big seems unit. To, he is a big unit. So barrier eight probably if i just want to wait and see how the pattern's playing mm. because if it's a really on speed day then I, he's either going to be midfield or he's going to probably get caught three deep like i can't see him landing one one or anything like that so but if they're making a bit of ground by this stage of the day and he can get three deep recover, nice a lot of room out wide and i reckon um yeah i reckon he's pretty good yeah i think he's i think he's good too and that <clears throat> that quality that he has
0: um might surpass the 62 kilo uh, handicap that
1: he's being asked to carry terry and he's run huge races with this similar weight so it's um yeah it's comparative to that it's not that big an issue um yeah i'd he backs himself for me. It's just a a no brainer here. I thought Sean was really kind on him. I think he ran the actually um, the quickest four to two hundred last start, and then sort of the final two hundred, they just sort of lost interest. And, and Sean Addle does that, and a lot of the senior jockeys do. They'll put him right away late in the race when they're um, when it's all over. But it was interesting in the stewards' report they were trying to ride him on speed. They reckon um, there didn't seem a to be a great deal of intent, and b that would be contrary to sort of how he's raced in the past. He settled closer, but never on speed. So I'm expecting you see a pretty aggressive Sean O'Donnell out the gates here. And one thing when I did my speed map for this race, there was a stack of back markers. I, I had an absolute plethora. I had a hot-blooded key trader and a fire sweet tea. Price Pursuit Jedi Mine. They're, they're not going to land close in, in any single world. So I reckon if they can get him out and get him happy, he's probably in about sixth or seventh. And he probably does get some cover as well, because I think they'll probably try to go forward on a horse like requisition who might get caught out deep. Um, and, yeah, look, if – if if the same Ollie's choice turns up that race first up, I think he absolutely wallops him, even mm. with the weight. I, I think he's a uh I think he's a very good horse and I think he'll go through the grades So um yeah, Ollie's choice makes himself. Price oh, uh oh, mate, I mate, I I knew I was real short I reckon you will trade four fifty. I think you'll be have no issue getting your price. I was two eighty. I was four bucks. Yeah, I was
0: four twenty. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and no, I went into this as in the blinkers because I knew which way I wanted to be. Interesting what you
0: said, Cripper, because if he did win the other day, he'd be ineligible for this round. I was oh, just, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah like, well, honestly, I
1: it, hadn't it, thought it, about yeah. that either. That's, I was just going through my line yeah. when you said that too, Cripp. And um, he also, because he's he's, he would have been ineligible, and if he was, he would have been carrying 64. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Very interesting. Mm. Oh, I wasn't trying Two, 220. 220. <laughs> <laughs> just being wound in <laughs> but,
0: but yeah hello I mean, BJ
1: any he? yeah, yeah
0: absolutely yeah oh,
1: good That's absolutely I, mean. I didn't ask group because so I already know his answer so. yeah. no, I had a uh, fourth pick yeah oh, I didn't.
0: Know, I, I didn't oh, I'm 11 That's only because I knew I was coming on the podcast yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'm shorter than you i had have $9 second fave
1: so. oh there you go yeah there you go. Looks a great, um, great mount. Willie's the actually right. sorry. Nine, he man sweet tea, both in nine dollars. My bad. Yeah, yep. Willie's the right man for for this type of horse. Um, I've been joking in our little group chat that it's it'll all culminate. Allatori and all the disappointments will culminate in a, in a big race success on Winterbottom Stakes Day for a while. So, um, yeah, it's quite a surreal setup if um, you can get Sea Wave Dance Cocky to give a nice kick on straightening. We yep. get out, and as I said, all those back markers if they're just in a a bit of trouble and. Um, yeah, he's the man. So pity. it's been luckless. It's luckless. Speaking of dance cocky, it's. I mean,
2: coming off a setback in the fourteen hundred probably is a stretch, but it's a hundred percent. It's a bit of a pity because he um, two runs ago when he ran third to all the king's men. Like such a good run that yeah. day when not able to lead. the guy one, held yeah. up yep. back in
1: Belmont, but and the officer stone third to. Um Universal pleasure. Universal pleasure. Yeah, yeah. On another day, so yeah. And we saw if you look at the dirt form, you're looking at horses like powerful who couldn't go with him up in Broome. well, could go with him, but we're very similar levels. Has come out and won a Saturday racing, Kalgoorlie. So this these Westfield Platinum races are are poor horses that leave these Platinums to go to normal 60 pluses really compete. So they're um they're always point of difference races as we saw. But Deira coming in and winning that well. The dearer me, honestly. Mm. Good I'm win too. That yeah. was a very nice good 10, out ten out of ten. Foot. So we're across the board here. Ollie's choice. Yeah, yeah. Ollie's choice, and definitely will save Halatorian. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Oh, I will give. Yeah, that will. I'm definitely cheering Valaturini. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be having a well, I hope that
2: Ollie's choice trades four dollars fifty, but I just got a feeling it starts short. Yeah, I think you're I right, it's like too short for me to be on. I wish I took Brad's five bucks yesterday.
0: <laughs> um that halitorium uh, purchase price will just
1: um will just be insignificant Come Sunday day when it <laughs> exactly right exactly right we'll start mapping out a bigger campaign for this one
0: uh well there is another west Speed day coming up too the, December 17th so, or, or he'll, so go it's back it's, to,
1: he'll go back to Mount Barker and finish his racing days <laughs> the day. in the great in the great sub it's all carrying, it's carrying all 64.
0: it's all coming up heller isn't it, it definitely, definitely. Is. race six is the tab touch Sir Ernest Lestier classic <clears throat> set weights and penalties is a listed race for the three odds over the 1400 meters this is um yeah good good race with some um intriguing form lines with horses coming either via the Double Guineas or the Placid Stakes. We've even got China Spirit on a six-day backup. Vampy at play coming out of the Champion Fillies. So um, there's plenty of um, plenty plenty to talk about in this particular race. Man Crush was scratched from the Guineas. He's our number one settle. He was scratched with the Guineas, I believe, with a virus or potential virus last Saturday, and um, he's going to go around for Luke Fanning with William Pike in the saddle. Where do we start here?
1: Oh, I'm not, the market basically is my market, so um, I'm not all that enthused at the moment, Crip. I mean, you, you were just saying before, off air that, um, and it's bang on, like this is seven days after a lot of these grand final, who's going to, who's ready for this, who's had enough, who wants to go around again, it's a, it's a funny one in that sense. It's hard to, it's hard to trust them, and for that reason, if you mark a horse a certain price, you probably want a reasonable bit over it to have a bet. Yeah, Now nah, this just had a
2: yucky feeling for me. Like you said, horses, I actually asked BJ off air, I said, is this the first edition of this race? But it was just a the uh, format's been changed a bit where it just seems weird. You run in the guineas, then you back up mm-hmm. down in trip as a almost a consolation prize a week later. So, yeah, some horses will probably handle it. Like, Santorio is really tough, but, I mean, I watched, there might be a couple that just don't want to be there. So, like you said, the market, made it easy for me to stay out because I was already pretty keen to anyway. I had Santori on top from all the Kings man and vampy at play, third pick, but Jury's, I don't wanna say out with her, but while she probably still didn't get the best of luck last start, she was a little bit plain to the line, I thought. So maybe she is one that didn't get the mile and back to the 14 is okay. But I mean, yeah, I had Sang on her last start, so I don't really wanna follow up.
1: Mm. That's, I guess her point. You, of you got
2: vampy at play fatigue, do you? Yeah, I
1: do. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, at that price is no issue with uh with wanting to dive into her. There, um, the been the good point of difference for her here is he just probably drops her out. There's a fair bit of speed in this, and he's the one having the final crack, uh Steve, with with vampy, but um, definitely. Not getting me at that price. I always Man Crush went up double figures each way, which hasn't happened. Um, I reckon Willie Pike can get him to the top. He's found the rail three times in his career. I beat home Santorio twice when mm-hmm. they've clashed, and on the other occasion was when he was in that photo finish with Amelia's Jewel the other day. So different horse out in front, big strong jockey. I think was the uh, Belgrave. yeah. Yep. Belgravia, yeah. yeah. I think he'll give a nice kick if he can find the rail, which I am fairly confident he will, but, uh, geez, I... I marked him 680 thinking I was being aggressive with my man crush price and he's 650 where I'm looking here so uh now Saint Toro is my $2.90 favorite um and that's as short as I wanted to get him as well like Geez, wasn't they excited about getting him to 290? But a lot of that was me taking on all the King's men. Whenever a horse fights their hoop like that and, and is a bit of a nuisance in the run, to me, that's half a suggestion that they've had enough of that campaign or they'll probably do something very similar again. Throw in the barrier draw as well, which is a, a sticky one for, for them. It's the one I'll, I'll take on. But um, yeah, Betfair would need to uh, do something wild late to, for me to get excited about any of these.
0: Oh, I went the opposite way with all the Kingsmen. I marked him and Sanctorio, equal favourites mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, I think I think they just got yeah the, the tactics wrong the other day. Um, they were, they were sort of wanted to, t- to follow Amelia's and Bustler, um, sort of came unstuck. Uh, he was trying – it was just one of those things where I don't actually think the horse was at fault necessarily. It was just in that moment of the race – the, pa- the anchor went out, and it just compacted the field so much that he just got spat out three and four deep, and he just, just got posted there. So they weren't going that quick. Harvey was able to creep into the race. He was super brave. Um, I think that that um, uh, he's just he's a beautiful big horse, strong. So I, I can't see the seven days off that. I think um, I don't think there should be too much between him and Santorio price-wise. I think back to the 14 will suit, with the edge taken off him with that mile the other day. I can see uh, all the kings being giving this a big shake.
1: He hey, how do they ride him?
0: Um, I tend to think that with man crush drawn can they can sort of come across with him if they
1: want to get uh, so it doesn't he doesn't go anywhere near as quick as man Crush. Early. I mean, we, we, we've tried to do this a few times with horses like you, we grab them from just outside and I didn't remember doing it with devoted and let's gallivant and they're like man crush is naturally a really quick horse all the Kingsmen's not like it can't come across with him it's not gonna be able to just tuck in on him that's what that's what worried me um, and I reckon I've cooked that a few times recently so I'm sorry to just no, well, let me finish. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nunez is jumping from seven as well, so I imagine they're going to be positive on on Nunez as well. So he can he can sort of he can sort of come across with with a bum to follow. I think all the Kingsman. Um He's just I just think he's just been the, one of the more unlucky horses this this spring really so um I think it's ownership <laughs> <my> <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> potentially uh so yeah i was i was sort of 380 or the king's Santorio, santoria the pair of them um and uh at the moment all the Kings the 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 way to go for me mm-hmm. uh, i can't really come to china spirit off the six days what what was the figure that you got through for china spirit the other day kripper
2: yeah not too bad yeah um probably nah not too bad, but not too good either. Would need to improve about five lengths to get up to the big dogs.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: What well, about Madame Magic? Its first run. Forget its second run. I know it was a bit of a, it was a bit disappointing because mm. it, it came, there, it it came it? with Cruzy yeah. Roy. And looked the winner. And yeah. yeah.
2: Cruzy Roy ran faster last two hundred and mm. forever. Classic went terrible yesterday, so graded yep. well, but looks a spike rating. I don't think that horse will. She
1: won't run to that okay. again yeah. on Saturday. I was just looking for sort of one outside the box somewhere. Mm. He could come up one, and I just. There weren't too many others in that sense. The only just, other uh, horse was just, Diamond Commanders, the outside the box
0: type. Well, I didn't mind its its uh, yeah. first up effort. Ran third, um, two Barry, two Chris Partam on board, fifty three kgs. Mm-hmm. So it's um, funny with me, like I'm twenty six dollars man, yeah. a little
1: bit. But um, it faced Santoria, only meets at a kilo and a half worse, and started. geez, what did it start? Dollar eighty. Santoria started eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Same trip, mm-hmm. two or three starts. Three starts go go. There, yeah yeah, exactly right. So, still a bit fair. But I just think all the King's men went stride for stride down the Ascot
0: Strait with Bustler, um, in the Faritha, track and dis same track and distance. Um and uh ran his heart out in the Guinea's when he was just unsuited. And um I think that him and him and Santorio should be level pegging from a market point of view. So that's due some bloody luck. He's due some luck. Mm. Yeah. Poor poor Huckle was was distraught was no, he no. yeah i didn't oh. get to catch up with him last week after the guineas which is understandable but um so yeah and he has to wait seven days watch his horse go around again mm-hmm. any any strong views
2: no, not here? really. You, yeah you almost convinced me on the fly i mean i just didn't really want to even do a market because yeah. i just had no confidence in backing anything in the race so it's an actual race where i probably won't have a bet although I'm with terry on it's the day good luck man. <laughs>
1: we'll Jesus be on crossed. We'll Race. be on Costa's crown or something. Yeah, no, yeah. So you'll yeah. yeah. we'll end up saying ASA. Jamie Cash.
0: Witten's irrigation and design. They're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential, or commercial, water wisely with Witten's.
1: All right, race seven is the, what is it, Terry? Glenn uh, the The Sky Hill, the, the Timmy Sky Hill shaft. Car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could do with uh, Timmy Cahill at, uh, at the cup at the moment. This is the don't worry. you think of Harry
1: Kewell's commentary. Did uh, you get up at three in the morning and watch it? I did. Negative. It's left me cooked or wait. To be honest with you, but uh, geez, Harry Kewell, he, yeah, he was a good footballer. <laughs> 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 Doesn't always equate, does
2: it? <laughs> nah, it does not. It <laughs> does not equate whatsoever. Uh, so this is the hill
0: Cup over the twenty-one hundred meters. Um, previously known as the Tattersall's Cup. Looks like it was won last year by Royal Command for the Wizard and uh, Adam Durant. And the Wizard and Adam Durant have the uh, have the favorite, same colors as well. Cerise and White, Pure Devotion, set of cloth number 14. Um, massive Black Booker in the, uh, in the old Ascot Gold Cup, now the Lucky Grey. Last start um, from eights, probably said it was closer in uh, over up over the 2100 and looks to have this race at its mercy
1: yeah 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 i i thought i'd get this about a dollar 70 and that's where i ended up type thing so yeah look the speed map even looks really good for it i know on the surface eight looks a, a little bit sticky but again there's a heap of horses that are just going to drop out here, um, like Lady Chant, True Attraction, Platoon, He's a Parker, Floyd Stafford's lad, Divine Shadow. They're just going to all pop out the back, um, come right back and all man outside of him. Might even look to outside of her, sorry, might look to pop forward, which may even help getting cover. But I think she's got enough gate speed to let Marichina go, Black Shadow Breeze, or go like he pops in behind him. Then there's just a spot there, the big gap where Chili is hot, Nerf Bosk and, and Pure Devotion should slot into. So I'd be pretty upset after what watching devoted last week if if he manages to get this one caught Mm. to be honest with you so especially over the staying trip you've got more opportunity to pull back get forward into a spot and um look i really respect marachino off seven days um from a railway but i just i I can't see how with a six and a half kilo swing um that pure devotion isn't going to get marachino late with normal luck. it's yeah this is this one looks you your quaddy anchor i'd suggest
3: Mm.
0: I think was I, totally I listening I think to Adam, really to Adam Durant on the radio this morning. I think, um, yeah, uh, not this morning, during the week. I think, um, yeah, Pikey sort of uh, just um, was a win if you can, but don't knock it around type uh, oh, ride okay. last. Uh, I don't think that was the directions, but that was what uh, unfolded. But a yeah. um, bit of a pipe opener over the 1800 and uh, um, steadying up for the scale and looks the one.
1: Yeah. What yep.
2: price. Oh, I didn't do the race. I actually, obviously, yeah. I mean, no one missed Pure Devotion's last run, so I actually thought about sitting down and having a quick look, and then the odds had already came out before I started, and I saw. I knew it was going to go up short, so I was like, "Well, there's no point. Like, if, even if it they somehow miss it and it goes up at a backable price, then everyone's going to fix that mistake before you know I could." So it was just um, hopefully. Was almost just as long as you guys give it the tick of approval. I'll wait and have something on on the day. Hopefully, get a little drift, but yeah. you're not confident, Terry. I
1: don't know. That, that's the key. Is what? What, oh, what are they going to? Very back? confident on the, the result. The result, yeah. That's, that's the price. Yeah. What BJ just said. Like I, I, I still. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> well, think you're. I think you're right, Terry. This starts with the one in from. What of are they going to back? That's yeah. that's the question. What on earth? Maracino can't get any shorter than six. Six dollars is about. I've got it seven. So, it but it, it's it's not going to shorten a huge amount. There, there'll be. Some punters do love the seven-day backup, and they they naturally get supporters. So all it takes is they're some good Maracino money. i say it's a leader by day, and it's playing really strongly out in front. It starts 480, then suddenly Kroop gets his 260. We get out 260 late, new beauty, we're off. But Stafford's lads, aren't going to drift from that guy? It's sub $10. Look, God like he was Stafford's going to be back running on. Yep. Um, come right back. Um, the rest of them, nothing's going to firm. The only one that will firm is Chile as hot, I think, from barrier one. Um I know that it's formed numerically, it doesn't read that well, but it's actually going really well. Surely it's hard. And he'd it come right, eye, come right back. Money. Could be coming but that's, that's as thin as it's going to get. Yeah, be, it's still going to be double so. figures, isn't it? Um, who's riding Come right back? Kira. Is Clint off? Kira, you... I thought it was Clint. She rode it last time, didn't she? Yeah, no, she did, but Clint doesn't have a ride in the race. I was almost certain when it, the, when it went up initially, it was it was CJP. Hang
0: on, double check to see whether was a riding change.
1: No, it does say Kira, you're right. Oh, there you go. Oh, there's less reason, just naturally, money comes more when it's Clint rather than Kira. So, Um, yeah, look, I I don't know. I wish it was 260. Mm. It's like, that's easy. Off we go. Um, like, I'm, I find that this is definitely not my strength, deciding when to dive in at $2.30 pops off often start at two I'm going, oh, well, you're yeah, <laughs> taking the 2 dollars two thirty, you idiot. But uh, you also might lose the opportunity if it trades eighty eight, and you're know, sort of probably not going to dive in at all. So, have something on, um, on now, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe have something on now. but yeah this is it's the only horse you can back how's I me reckon. giving advice on when to jump oh, in and when not to? a race i haven't done the front well, we've, we've, we've done a we've done a big party this stage. We've <laughs> got the,
0: the um, only the only horse i think um one. if planets align and he rips out anywhere near um his best which might be past him but i think one of the forgotten horses of the race is platoon from a quality point of view a lot of these horses just don't have the same level as class as this fellow does so um the peters run was a bit bit yucky but i can i think forgivable um the 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 way that the track was that day stepping up in distance which stevie parnham mentioned on the show a few weeks ago was going to be the plan with this horse so just how how much quality he's shown over such a long period of
1: time i think platoon could be the the big improver 100 yeah <laughs> yeah he's the yeah the class runner and with 55 he's extremely well in yeah. the setup of this race i guess the way platoon wins it is probably pikey getting caught deep yeah. um and following him or even not following him it's just pure pure devotion doesn't run to its level i think the way he gets beat is marachuna kicks and somehow keeps going with yeah. the big weight. yeah um but yeah platoon definitely makes sense in that sense
3: all right,
0: so we've got a special treat for our listeners heading into the feature, the Winter Bottom Stakes Group 1, $1.5 million race, Betfair's Tom Haylock is uh, joining us to help us with the Eastern States contingent. Um, it's fair to say that uh, Terry Cripp and I don't uh, don't pay too much attention to what's happening in uh, on the East Coast, but um, we better get someone who knows what they're talking about on the show. All right, gents, it's time to get stuck in to one of the juiciest winter-bottom stakes we've had in a long, long time. This is Group 1, 1,200 metres, weight for age, sponsored by Crown Perth, race eight on the card. And to help us work through this full field to face the starter, we've got Betfair's own Tom Haylock on the phone. Tom, welcome to the 1-1. Great to be with
4: you, guys. Yeah, thanks to uh, Betfair. It's uh, good to speak to... Three learned gentlemen.
1: Three learned
4: gentlemen.
1: <laughs> dairy, mate.
0: That's we, can't be, we can't be too learned because uh, we're uh, we're uh, quite uh, mystified by some of this East Coast form, Tom. So hopefully, you can shed some light on some of these horses that are coming across to uh, to steal all our money over here on the West Coast.
4: <laughs> they might be. Um, the good thing is a lot of them tie into each other, so you don't have to watch too many replays. They, um, a lot of them come through the VRC. Brent, obviously, and Pulele Rothfire and The Astrologist. Um, and then you've got Valana, who draws well. Jamie Carr's over the ride and um, got to be respected. Now, it's amazing to think that Pulele's still a four-year-old, guys. Um, so he's had 20 starts this horse. So he feels like he's been around for years. Uh, Valana, on the other hand, has had half as many starts, and she's uh, and he's the horse on the up. So really interesting race. It looks like a high-speed, high-pressure race, guys. From a yeah, speed, the,
1: the biggest thing I probably want to ask you, Tommy, is from a speed map point of view and how I'm trying to map this race. So, the astrologist is a horse we saw sort of take a, a sit last start, but is is his racing pattern traditionally more so to, to try and find the top? And is that the sort of the tactic you'd expect him to employ um, over here?
4: Um, from two, it was a, you know, pikey better than me with the astrologist. He'll be handy. Oh, I think. Oh, I've mm. got, you've got Red Cam Man, Indian Pacific, Massimo, and then Rothfire obviously kicks up from barrier three. I wouldn't be surprised if Rothfire takes a sit um, from that barrier. You'd think the others um, over your way might have a bit more speed and from that barrier, Rothfire takes a sit. The astrologist won't be far away. And then you've got Vilana and Palali. Palali may have to get back from barrier 16. We saw him in the Moya get back and wide and, and run home really well. Now, he obviously ties in through Rothfire and was, was fantastic in that Moya stakes when it was really favoured those on speed. I thought he was fantastic. And obviously the winner of the Manicato came through that race as well and, and was fantastic there as well. Pulele was – I don't know what to make of Pulele's last well, – two two starts ago. Um, and then the VRC Classic, he – the Manicato – sorry, Pulele and the Manicato, I just, I just don't like that setup. I didn't like the race for him. He was too bad to be true there. And then last start, he wasn't beaten too far, and Rothfire ties in through the solidist as well there – I, off the ball, I'd probably lean the way of Villana. Just, he's just the horse on the up. He's got Jamie Carr on. I, it's a real tricky one. Rothfire for me, he's been up a while now. It's, he's had a couple of grand finals. He probably settles on speed in a high pressure race, and I'll be looking for Villana to get over the top of them. That's how I see it. Jamie Carr going on. I generally like Godolphin horses fresh in their campaign. I think has been up for a little while. Valana's only had the three starts, probably here of the two that, that might be the one for me. Um, what's the track rated at the moment? Is it six? How will it play on Saturday? Uh,
1: it should get back to a good four. We're, we're fairly confident it'll we'll get back to a, a good four by Saturday. Um, does that help Valana or would that hinder it? So I can see, uh, well, basically its, it's record uh, is fairly... Uh, steady across the world uh, on all types of tracks, but um, are the are drop back to twelve hundred a worry for Vellana as well, coming from a fifteen, then a thirteen hundred meter assignment.
4: Yeah, and that that race obviously suited her. Last, his last race, I think she's a he's a she. His his last race suited those on speed as well, so that's important to note. The first four in running um, settled, or settled first four and and finished first four, so. He had favours with Nash Royal on. I think he probably is a better horse for the sting out. If it's too mm-hmm. firm on Saturday, I'd be more inclined to risk him, especially, um, probably back and wide potentially and having to make ground back in trip. That's the query for Valana, um, on a firm track. If it is some sort of sting out and it's, it's racing more of a, a four or a five than a three, um, he's got to be more of a chance. So that's, that's an important thing to note. Pilleli goes well on firm tracks. Um, I think Valana's the horse on the up out of all those Eastern State horses. The Astrologist is a better horse down the straight. Right, yeah. And, yeah, I think Valana might be the one. It's just a bit of timing. I, I would – I mean, clients to risk, I see a point, back from 15 to 13. Probably didn't see out the 1,500 metres. The 13 was ideal, but back again on a firm track would be the worry from that barrier might just find them slick. But you just want to see how the track's playing. Railout three, obviously they're off fence last Saturday. Are they expecting to be wider again?
1: No, the the three-metre pad's been playing really well. Uh, so, more traditional yep. ascot that you can land. So, the, the good barriers are actually good barriers when you're at the um, the three-metre pad compared to the true, where a good barrier is basically drawing um, the river on, on a normal deck. So, <laughs> um, we're not going to write that off. The big thing I'm hearing from you, Tommy, is we're just taking them all on. Yeah. It's a, it's a West Australian winter bottom boy. Sure <laughs> That's is.
4: all I'm hearing. Uh, I'm not overly confident on either Like, as you said off-air... Terry said, they've been up a little while. This might be an afterthought for a couple of them. And that is a huge concern for me with the dolphin horses. And they all tie in to each other besides Valana. And I generally, when that's the case, I often look for fresh horses in different forms. So, um, yeah, I'll be really interested. I'm not overly confident on any of them. So, there's there's your lead, guys.
0: So, it's interesting that um, what you're saying, Tom, Then, as far as the speed's concerned is that the astrologist and Rothfire from two and three uh, won't neither of them may not be desperate to lead so Terry what does that mean for a horse like Stipperucci? is she quick enough to to hold up and, and lead from one or does that bring horse a horses like Indian Pacific potentially a chance to zip across and cover them so I mean it's a big ask from 15 but if if those East Coast horses are happy trailing the the, the two leaders or the three
1: leaders or whatever it is and the lead's going to be up for grabs yeah, it certainly will be. I, I think with Snipperucci, if you've come this far, like I don't think it makes any sense to take a sit. Like, I don't. I think you'd really – you'd prefer to, to kick up and have a crack and try and hold the top. I don't think it's taking a sit on the back of one of them and getting off at an sprinting something. But in saying that, I reckon the tactics will be to Jason, like if you get taken on, a bit like all of them. I, I imagine listening to um, Robert Heathcote speak, we're very happy to lead on Rothfire, but if we get taken on, then we'll just we'll take a tuck in behind him. And I think a few of them have that type of mentality. So it's it's going to be fascinating because Indian Pacific will try and find the front or at Mm -hmm. least try and find the fence with with Paul Harvey on board. Massimo the same, but I don't think Massimo back to the 1200 will have as much toe and might have to just settle midfield. Um, To me, it could turn really ugly, but it also could mean that we leave one of these good Eastern staters out in front on a track. And this is something I was saying to Tommy on the phone earlier. Think about our sprints recently in WA, right? Mervyn, Indian Pacific, like when was the last time we had a really good wheelchair, it's been a while. Mm -hmm. When was, and it, it hasn't competed in many blacktop races, when was the last time we had a really good front runner in Western Australia? Like none of them are that competitive. So thus, that's why Elite Street, Miss Kentucky, all rock magic, that's why these horses are all winning because we don't have any really good jump and run um sprinters in western australia we now do and we need to respect that and that's something that i'm really mindful with this map is that if the astrologist or rothfire and the level they can run to get a good time of it on a on an ascot track which suits horses like that over 1200 meters they've got to be hard to get past so that,
4: last that guys that just on that 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 leads me just your your thinking there leads me if if rothfire can kick up and three and actually control the, the race it be mighty hard debate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Tommy, just before we let you go, the current markets are roughly Valana six, six fifty, Rothfire four eighty, five dollars type thing. Do you expect do you expect the um, that to flip closer to start time with uh, with support for Valana who, as you said, is the uh is the horse on the way up?
4: Uh I think it'll depend on how the track is playing, guys. And yep. and the, the tactics here are so crucial with those drawn outside of Rothfire. If, if they don't push the button, Rothfire can kick up and, and obviously control the race. He has the speed. I just thought they might have managed to pressure out wide, but hearing what you guys are saying, they might not actually push the button. So I think they, the, the speed and the, the way the track's playing will be crucial to the chances of Rothfire and Valana. And I think Roth, Valana back in trip, if they're struggling to make ground and they're running slick times out in front, they'll take Valana on a bit more. Drawing 12, um, and if it's suiting those coming back and wide, then Ballana might um, um, So I think by race eight in the day, you'll get a good idea, and, and the market might trend towards uh, purely the map.
0: Perfect. Tommy, Beth, has best, thank you very much for joining us here on the 1 1. Very much appreciated.
1: Been a pleasure, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Tommy. We'll see you Sunday.
0: Look forward to it, guys. Cripper, Winter Bottom Stakes. What uh, did that help you at all, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm with Here you, Terry. It feels
1: like it's the locals are, uh, yeah, in the box seat. Yeah, every, every a couple of other people I spoke to, old M. Fitster as well, about it. And, um, yeah, he was sort of like, Oh, they're all, yeah, Villana's on the up, but Rothfire hasn't been the same horse since then. And, and the rest of them, Palele is coming across off two massive failures. Like, I don't know, there's no real super fear horse. For so, me. look, as we've stated, we I don't have a great.
2: or no understanding of these raiders, but (laughs) so the way the data works is the higher the quality of racehorse, the more accurate the data is. So I'm pretty comfortable getting a handle on these runners from just looking throughout their careers. And one thing that really stood out to me was, so for example, two years ago when trekking, was that the Godolphin horse that came over? Trekking came over and albeit he was $1.70. How was it? Basically, Everest horse, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I looked at the data and he had a clear standout his figures on the ratings they were just lengths above everything that we had in WA like sort of two or three lengths and look even he failed but I'm looking at all these raiders and look, while their figures are definitely competitive I don't think they're that much better than what we've got in WA Um, and then you add in the fact that they at the back end of their preps they've had to travel so I'm going to I'm gonna go for the uh, stay loyal and go for a sand groper. And that is actually, um can't believe I'm saying this, but yeah, I've got um, this will test you as a bet. So, <laughs> what she did last start on the figures is definitely going to be competitive in a race like this. Her two starts before that, she had no luck whatsoever. I mean, first up, she was three to eat the trip. Second up, she just got annoyed by... What was I see she? red. I see red, I see red. So barrier eight should come into barrier eight after the scratchings i thought on the barrier draw i thought that was perfect and then when i did the race properly yesterday there is a few horses who have drawn inside her that might want that same spot that between fifth and eighth but i'm pretty comfortable with that lucy will get a spot three that we cover and hopefully that's on a a good horse and i reckon She's going
1: to run an almighty race, I think. I I think pretty you're pumped. Right. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I marked her. A, it was funny, like a seven dollar eighty favourite. How's that? A seven dollar eighty favourite. I marked her. Um, pretty loose, I'd say. I suggest my marking is fairly loose in in the fact that I could only do the eastern states horses with a pinch of salt. And again, I, I use the. Figures a little bit as well. But, um, look, she's got tactical speed. She she lands in a forward position. Um, and I think we, we all spoke about Miss Kentucky running a sub-11 last two last start. She w- she ran the second quickest last two for the race after doing more work early and being exposed to clear air earlier. And her last two was only sort of 0.2 of a second um, behind Miss Kentucky. So and Ms. Lucy had time to salute. Exactly. you Lucy actually right. Lucy had time to salute. So, I reckon if you're just watching the replay as well. It's r- r- roughly,
0: roughly three-quarters of a length difference yep. between them. That's yeah,
1: incredible. as well, you've watched it like she's um Miss Kentucky's taking no real ground or this will test you late so um is that yeah. is that a massive was that a massive spike last
2: start? not too bad look, at, too. It, so
1: look at the first up run because again yeah. we, let's compare yeah. just Miss Kentucky this will test your first up this will test you peak. was a better yeah. run but it was a peak, peak, peak performance peak, 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 but peak. grab that okay. so you, it was a peak performance how far behind lengthwise was the first up run when Natasha failed on board two and a half uh, how much better? How how much extra ground did she have to cover that day, comparative to the run she got that day? I'd say there was a two and a half length difference. So yeah. I reckon she's ran that same rating twice. It's just she's had a far tougher run first. But up can she? Okay, trip. can she do it three times in a row? Oh, maybe not. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. There's gonna come a point where they train off. Maybe Danny went um a start too early with Elite Street last year. Um he bled though, so maybe not. You start, but yeah, once but this year you've gone yeah. so this year they're going a start later with them. So yeah, potentially um this will test you. It was a three that's, start the, campaign. That wildly wildly
2: a, impressive performance You're not Backing her at two dollars eighty either. Like we're getting exactly double right. figures. So if she if she's had enough this campaign, will like I'm not gonna be I mean, I'm sure Mitchell will be crying, but I, I haven't Done my ballsy. That makes sense. Exactly it's like right. it's been, I'm having something on each way. I'm not loading up. But. I just,
0: I just can't believe how strong she was the other day. It's remarkable, mm-hmm. remarkable. To think this horse was able to do that on that day is just, yeah. It's just, she just has to be, has to be a massive player. Just. Done, yeah. has done nothing wrong and so much will come down to the It's just so strong. So back, strong. Who
1: what back you get, who takes yep. you into the race. Like if you've got Red Cam Man three deep, even though as I said, I think they'll probably look for cover with Red Cam Man, come out a little bit quieter. Um but you just need the right back to take yeah. you into the race and it's well, gonna it's be, be everything. Bit, well, we saw it last week.
0: Patty followed Bustler into the race and yep. the Guineas and Troy, Troy Turner followed, followed Comfort Comfort me. me. So yep. the the two best rides, the two best Passages and transit got the got the cash. That's probably, probably a good way to races. put it. The
2: the race is definitely even enough where the best ride may end up being the difference between winning and losing. So, yeah. and whereas some other races, you know, you can get a six out of ten ride but still win because you just got a clear edge. But I just reckon you could throw a t tail. What is yeah? What does D Max say? a t over this field um, from a I guess a form point of view. And yeah, look, I had, did have Rothfire equal favorite with this test at seven dollars. And he is the big winner from the barrier draw and he maps to get the run of the race, but definitely don't want to be taking the fives. And Valana does look a horse who is on the up, but I mean, you've got to take into account Barry 11 at some point, like where, I don't know where he gets. So- um, Might He be following this with <clears throat> Yeah, which probably wouldn't be ideal. And there's probably, you wouldn't say that he could lead up a three white line, could you? And win. No, no, just be there and are we drinking? Oh, no, that? I don't think so. Nah. Behind not. that, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So, um, I've got a couple of questions for you, Cripper. The, just the wildcard runners here from a ratings point of view Snipperucci and the three-year-old, My Bella May. What sort of level do they need to rise to? My Bella May coming out of a Placid dark Stakes victory, Snipperucci on the quick backup after winning the jungle miss last night.
2: Snipperucci would need to improve. Two lengths, yeah. um, which, I mean, you could definitely make a case for considering she probably, although she did get off the fence last start, still wasn't suited by the pattern of the day. She would, she led and won, and the next winner on the day didn't settle closer than fourth. So, uh, my Bella May would need to improve about two and a half, three lengths. Again, she's only had three starts, so yeah. why couldn't she do that? Yeah. She's seriously progressive.
1: Mm. Fascinating, isn't it? It yeah. adds, adds
0: so much. Those- kind of quirky sort of runners that have just come come up, burst
2: on the scene have uh, added so much to this race. The yeah. other one for me is, and look, I know probably going to be better suited next start, but if we got an off-pace day, I reckon Kiss on All Four Cheeks yeah. can definitely win this race too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's just a, like, yeah, it's a race where there's probably, I could put 10 in a quaddy and it wouldn't completely surprise if I missed the Winner. I mean, I'm probably, probably going to take regular. a set against Elite Street when, while he's at single figures because I just didn't see enough first up. But, I mean, yeah, take on the
1: champ at your own peril. Speaking about that, Crip, I, I think the most interesting part of this race, I've seen a, fr- a few previews. Everyone seems to be tipping Valana. So maybe up-and-comers tend to get the market support. Um, it'll be fascinating to see what this market does like. You and I like this. will test you at the double figures. Does it hold firm at the double figures? We saw huge money come a couple of starts ago when Miss Kentucky actually um, beat her. Um, does that mean this Elite Street could drift to $10? Could we see something crazy? We're, you would never even imagine seeing that price mm. for Elite Street first up. Uh, but before it, um, he had his first up run, like what do you, do you have any, Guesswork into what this market will do, or who will be the supported runner? Uh, not really, because the market
2: is quite similar to mine at the moment. I mean, look, I'm saying I want to be on this will test you, but there's been a bit of support in the last 24 hours. So, at currently where I'm looking $10, like I'm not rushing to get on that either. I might probably have maybe a third or half my bet, yeah, you know, before the day and then just wait. I like, wouldn't surprise me if this will test you. trades 14 15. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean you know you got you got the godolphin and you got elite street and then like mitch pateman like people over here, he's probably he's not the big name like the other ones i've just mentioned so she she could be the forgotten runner and and then like horses like we haven't even touched on it but pikey's mount the astrologist like he's got the right figures the right gate like there's just so many runners in this race. With the right run, they could win this.
3: Mm.
2: It's 125 which is, at the moment. Which
0: we've got to get into 100. Which brings me market. brings me to my tip: the, the Miss Kentucky. I think um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how we've discussed eight horses, and she's not even one of them. Yeah, it's incredible, Kentucky, isn't it? She's just absolutely flying. Uh, I think that was a that was a uh, preliminary final uh, performance last start, leading into the winter bottom when they just knew that the cause was. Basically, it was a wash before they even went out, just to the due to the pattern of the day. Um, so Patty just sort of got back, ran on, prepping for the winter bottom. Folders campaign. If she gets on the back of Valana, who follows, this will test to that type of thing. Peeling. If they're getting out into the lanes, um, you know that she's gonna she's gonna put, she's gonna run just about the fastest last two and four of the race. Just about. So if she's close enough in a rhythm, no traffic. It's going to take a fair horse to hold her out, I think.
1: Yep, certainly will. That, the Velana 12, Miss Kentucky 13 could end up being a huge yeah. part of the barrier draw, yeah. couldn't it? So, yeah. yeah, fascinating stuff. Absolutely fascinating it's, stuff. So, you're like, part of the if Morton if camp. Are we, you're jumping ship? No, no, I think I, I, I actually, can't win. Oh, I bitch, actually, mark, that's, a big, <laughs> that's a big thing to say. I actually marked um,
0: Elite Street and Volana $6 favorites. Okay. so um, I wasn't that keen on Rothfire at the 1200 but happy to have egg on my face great trainer Robbie Heathcote but um and I had um, Miss Kentucky was my was uh, I had um, her at the eight dollar mark so um but this uh kissing awful cheeks stand very happy with her traveled uh really well Galloped strongly um, while the gold rush is her is plan a don't like she's going to be following Miss Kentucky basically so gonna get gonna be on the right horses' back and she's a, she's a Top mare. I even think if you go back and watch the replay of her running the Empire Rose, it, it was massive, um, absolutely massive. And um, yeah, we're ridden by one of the the UK jockeys, um, and probably didn't quite get it, <laughs> get it right. I don't think, in my personal opinion. So I can see her. I think both the Morton runners will run well, but just the fact that Alex is going to have to improve, going to spike a lot off that. First run, um, he can be done, but the horse that's had the the perfect prep into
2: it um, and is going to be sort of looming large is Miss Kentucky. For one, you get three
1: numbers: here, would go,
2: the fourteen. This will test you. Two Milan. Oh, I actually don't even know. That's
3: what I was going for I'm three. just
4: going one out. Fourteen. <laughs> just
2: going
3: one
0: out. I love it. I love it. Bj. You guys are so strong on this will test you. I've got me – it's got me rattled. Um My three for the Quaddy would be uh, four Elite Street, two Valana, 13, Miss Kentucky.
1: All right. I'm just chipping in the Crips quaddie swear one out.
0: This will test you. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'll be adding a lot more than three. <laughs> <you right>
1: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> that's my point. It could take 80. Guys. What a race,
0: really. Yeah, what a race. Um, three-year-olds – mares, uh, horses, railway horses coming back, horses heading towards the uh, the gold rush. It's got everything this race, so can't wait. Stageman. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say stageman. <laughs> stageman. That Stage that you said out. that earlier, you? Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine it. Anyway, yeah. all right. Let's go, Terry, what time is it? Ah, uh, it's time for the Get Out Stakes,
2: B-J-S-T-E-A-K-S. The Daniel Cripps. The most <laughs> rich competition yeah, the, in, the, in uh, racing.
1: Two South of place. the hemisphere. Cripper's
0: Cooper, been like a nostril away from being a five-time Get Out Stakes winner.
1: Jeez, I hate people that just talk about their hard luck stories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get Out Stakes, extremely popular. Uh Twitter-based competition brought to you by Market City Meats the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canningvale Markets. It's out on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show, swing pass. Say good day to Timmy and his team. They'll look after you. Timmy, good luck to him. He has uh, a share in Featherweight in the opening event of the day, as does Mario Delina, friend of the show. Back itself, Mario. So um, congratulations to episode 150 winner, Damien Almez. He was, his, it's the first time he's uh, taken out the get out stakes thanks to his above the peg where he absolutely middled the margin. Got a bang on one point one six was uh, Damien's prediction. Cripper went point. 1-9. So You weren't even close. What are you winning? <laughs> about oh, uh, now to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, race 9 at Ascot. Send us a tweet at the 1-1 one, one pod who you think will win race 9, a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And you cannot ever forget the Sam White rule, Terry. First in um, – I've got nothing funny, best dressed – Best past the post. Race nine is the Furphy Handicap, a 78 plus over 1,600 metres above the peg. Current mark elect on the seven-day backup after uh, getting a few of us out of a jam there last Saturday. Playing Marika, no luck in the AJ Peters. And then we've got a host of horses who would uh, consider themselves winning chances potentially he always, no luck last start. Star line, huge on the quick backup. Son of Bacchus, Bacchus back on a firm track. Is he ready? And the uh, enigmatic Bill E. Ray. Have I forgotten any, Terry? I think I have. I was actually
1: looking at who my best was going to be, so I actually didn't hear a word you just said. That doesn't surprise me, <laughs> <gripper>. <laughs> Um, Yeah, look, not a heap interest to round out the day.
2: On the data above the peg looks a good thing, but then on the contrary, you go back and look at, his run two starts ago, and while he didn't get the best of luck, playing Marika hit the line far better than him and gets a nice little weight swing. So, while I do have the peg on top, currently $2.80 doesn't really interest me from a betting point of view. Uh, as I said, playing Marika, it's been some money too, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, playing Marika, clear second pick, as I touched on, um, great run two starts ago, and then. Yeah, didn't get the best of luck last start. Thought Still can't s- work out
0: how she got so far back the other day. But, um,
1: my sort of money. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> my just money, crippled yeah. it. My
2: money, <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the money was crazy uh, late too. I remember talking to Terry the day before and I said, I think I said something like, oh, look at everyone. Like, she just has this reputation of being a backup horse and Everyone's trying to tip into her, but I gave her none and thought she'd get the blows. But she was uh, very
1: strongly tracked.
2: Barrier two,
1: I think we all yeah. had. It. It where search and rocks was going to be, and next thing you know, she wasn't where search and rocks was going to be. But that's fine.
2: <laughs> um <laughs> Starline's going really well. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Just my only query is like a breeze. Sh- it probably breezes outside. I hope they go forward. No speed was it? Nah, but crew Cockney Crew was still rolling yeah, along. Coco. And I just reckon like he's probably a better fourteen hundred meter horse. So. The mile is on his limit, and then you got to sit outside and, and do t- the looking work outside out of Cockney yeah. Crew. Might yeah. see him out, and then um, I had Billy Ray fourth pick, but just that's always going to be under my price with the Pike Peters colours. And thought actually thought Cockney Crew wasn't impossible to get a leader's day, mm. but yeah, look, I'm um, I thought the winner comes from the top two, but not that keen to play at the current prices. I don't, so I, I don't, really I like don't to mind to um, get us out of trouble. I
0: don't mind Son Son of what?
2: Yeah, I
1: um, don't mind that. Like the pontiff going
0: on. Yeah, I yeah, love the booking. Yeah, uh, love the draw. Um, I thought he was building towards something. He had no luck uh, with Pete Nucky on board three back. Um, never got out at any stage in the straight copped a, a rain affected track in the northern cup wasn't his day and didn't mind his run at all behind big screen over the 14 uh, last start um, three weeks between runs um, has a great record only won the one but very rarely misses a hole at the, uh, at the mile at uh, the ascot mile rather and I just feel like this is he's building towards something um, yeah good booking ready this, this feels like a son of backers type race for me I feel like he might have even won the last on a big day somewhere in the past, Son of Bacchus, actually. Yeah, Sean O'Donnell got caught
1: three deep. No Sean O'Donnell mm. on board. Yeah. 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 Uh, might have been been the Pont that day. I oh, know. No, it wasn't Pont, Rodium when he ran fourth over 1200. Stonger, could have reckon. been Dong, yeah. Um, yeah, Now nah. I, I was hoping one of you guys a real strong one. Uh, don't mind Son of Bacchus. I was it touched longer than the current price so so not going to get me I was a bit longer above the pig obviously don't use the data as predominantly so it meant that playing Marika was my market elect side so mm. at this stage that's going to be me but in saying that like um, how's the track playing? How's he gonna have to ride her um to win the race? There's a lack Forward? of speed in it. Don't think she's going quick enough to go yeah. for it. last start. She just she isn't beginning as well as she has. She's potentially racing better and sharper than she has been, but she's lost the ability. She's lost the turn of foot, but uh, lost the early speed, I should say. Um but then yeah, I've got eo Ace yeah, uh, as well over my price. I think that price might only get to <coughs> the drift as well. Last start was actually really good. Mm. Craig was just got on the back of the wrong horse, which took him back to dead last. Yeah. With the lack of speed in this, I reckon they'll ride it out the gates. as long as he doesn't have to do too much early and can land like three of the fence on on Cockney Crew and find clear air, like he was really good behind hey, Marichina. His Northern Cut run
0: was yeah awesome. right part. Yeah. The,
1: the fence was hot that day, so you got to allow for that. But he always, I'm sort of seven eight bucks. It's fourteen playing i on five. It's seven fifty. Dom to shoot. I'm nine. It's twelve. But that's all because of what I've done with above the peg. So completely staying out for now as I expect to lose. It's a good attitude. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you. I'm giving and you my phone again. Give you. And we're going, you know that. what we're going to do right now? We're going to get serious about the Socceroos versus Tunisia. That's what we're going to do. About this point in time, we're going to be talking about. Um, we're going to be talking about yeah. the how we're going to dismantle the Tunisians and keep our dream alive.
0: All right. So I'm going to have something on Son of Bacchus and always in the Get Out Stags on Saturday. Hopefully we can uh, we can march off to the uh, the Betfair function um, with uh, on a winning note. Cripple anything you want to add to the lucky nah that'll do all right let's take a break we're back with our betfair best lays and our maddies okay we're in the home straight here on episode one five one it's time for our betfair best betting propositions for Winterbottom bottom stakes day betfair best for you Cripper?
2: yep
1: reckon we can get the cash early race one number eight river rubicon terry Ah, a bit of a boring one. Race seven, number 14, pure devotion. Anything above even money is enough to have a good bet.
0: Yeah, pure devotion is a standout for the day for mine, but I'll. Go something a bit creative and lock in creator oh. as my bet fair best oh. of the day. The creator cup race four. The creator cup.
1: <laughs> Hashtag.
0: Creator We're cup. just willing willingness oh, into, okay. uh, into happening here. Brandon <laughs> Louis. Yeah. Brandon Louis, creator. Um, bet fair best. Okay. What about a Maddie, Cripper? You threw out a couple of Maddies. Yeah, yeah. I got
2: point. Race four, number eight, double spice. Think can... Run a race at currently nineteen dollars. So that's close enough for me. Just wanted special mention to Laurentinio in the same yeah, race. Yeah, you may as well too. I actually said before. I said uh, hope it's a good training effort from Lockie Taylor. But look, we all know that he's just the face of the stable. He <laughs> does all the work. So, <laughs> Britt, get it going for me, please. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. <laughs>
1: Poor Jimmy's getting none of it. Yeah. Yeah. The bloke whose name's yeah. <laughs> on the book. Ah <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um oh, I'd, I'd struggled for a minute. I like to always say when I'm a, at least going to back and. Um, I'm not going to back too many at this point of time. I think a lot of them will jump over 20 to one that I'll back. So we're going to all up my best. Pure devotion into this will test you. We should get about 25 to one. That's what we'll do. Race to race play. Seven to eight. Bang to the bang.
0: Well, we've hardly mentioned this horse, and he is just about my favorite thoroughbred in the world. So my Maddie in uh, in race eight, the Winterbottom Stakes, is none other than Red Can Man. Mm. I think he's going to go around at a big price. He's going to need a lot to go right, but he's flying. Uh, just got rolled by, this will test you, the other day has um, has form around these East Coast horses that are coming across through the Bobby Lewis Stakes at Flemington um, a month or so ago. If, if Red Can catches the brakes, then, um, you know, if he drew a gate, I reckon he'd be close to a $10 pop in this race. So he's going to be out the gate and uh, he's going to be mad.
2: He will be mad. Yep. He will be mad. Lay. All the eggs in one basket for me. Look, I usually like to pick a favourite and just quickly scroll through, and most of the favourites I'm either with or didn't really like the race. So, lay of the day, race one, number seven, rev it up.
0: Play uh, that too. I'm with
2: you.
1: Yep. Yep. Wow. Fascinating stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Data. Data with an R. Um. I will lay. I've marked it a $5.50 favourite, but it's $2.70, so I've got race two. Bit of merit. Well, it's sub three bucks. That's a lay. All
2: right. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right. Thanks, Clipper. Always a pleasure, boys. Thanks for having me on and looking forward to Saturday.